Hey, hey, mamas. It's your girl Marissa here with the official Midwest Mama podcast, a production of the only all-women curated local publication, Midwest Mama magazine. When you tune into our all-new podcast, you can expect to hear from inspiring local women who are leading businesses, running and starting businesses, mothers and non-mothers alike. And we are here to share stories that will inspire, encourage, and empower each of us to realize our own potential. We invite you to come along with us as we hear and learn from women who are tackling big goals and big dreams, facing both familiar and unfamiliar challenges. We're going to be dropping new episodes on you at least monthly, and you can always find them for free wherever you get your podcasts. Or you can always visit us at MidwestOHMama.com. We are so excited to finally be here. This is our very first episode, and today we're going to kick off our show by speaking to the founder and CEO of Borrowed Time Creative, who is also the brainchild behind Midwest Mama magazine. And we also get to speak to our leading lady, the cover story, Midwest Mama extraordinaire, Sarah Cox. She is the co-founder of Rustic Grains, and she's here today, and she's gonna talk us through her incredible and inspiring story and some amazing things that they have on the horizon for this spring coming up. So you are in for a treat. Yay! Yes. Welcome, Sarah. Welcome, Andrea. Hi. Hi. How are you, ladies? Good. I am pleased as punch to be finally kicking off this first show. And I thought it would only be fitting to get started uh, with talking to you, Andrea, because you are you are the Midwest Mama, as I have been calling you, uh, because you are the brainchild behind the magazine, and you also run your own business. So why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about your business, Borrowed Time Creative, um, and what you all do, and then we'll get into how you had this crazy idea to start Midwest Mama. Sure. So Borrowed Time Creative is a um, actually all women business um, here in Cincinnati. We were formerly known as Borrowed Time Events, um, which I did events and rentals. Um, then through the pandemic, we made some changes to come out, you know, bigger, bigger and stronger. Um, we are now Borrowed Time Creative, which is events, um, uh, content creation, and consulting. Cool. And what, so like what kind of clients do you work with or like what kind of events do you guys do? So we work with a lot of different types of clients and many different industries. So um, we currently work with multiple nonprofits um, like City League Center. We work with um, large nonprofits um, downtown, even to United Pet Fund where we do a pause in the park um, at Summit in October. So we work with nonprofit and for-profits alike. And we just recently started working with Rusted Greens, rebranding their website and refreshing their brand. Yeah, I know. It was just pretty nice. You guys have got to go out there and, and check it out, rusticgrains.com. And Sarah's going to tell you a little bit more about that as well. So you took on new clients. Yes. You rebranded Bar Time Creative. Yes. And then one morning you woke up and you decided <laughs> that you were going to start a magazine in yes. the middle of a pandemic. Correct. Do tell. <laughs> Why did you think well, you could do that? What well, gave you the confidence? that pandemic, I also decided to have a child. So, oh. <laughs> small piece there. Her name. Her name is Salem, and she turns a year old in February. So, all during the rebrand and um, just transforming my company from doing something different during a pandemic. Because let's, let's be honest, during a pandemic, everyone was trying to figure out, okay, how do I make money? Yeah. How do I start from scratch when I had all of these clients and now suddenly I've lost everything. All the events are all the events, are all the events are gone. The weddings are gone. Everything's gone. So I had to figure out, okay, how do I change this up? Um, so 
I was working with actually working with the city for a while um, before the pandemic, and I always wanted to be able to share stories, not just in print but digitally, because I met so many people starting as a as a my own business back in 2018 before I was even part time creative. I started meeting all these people when I would go to networking events that were all my same industry. And I was lucky enough to be at those events to meet them and start a relationship. But outside of that, I kind of felt like my own little hole. Like I didn't actually know anyone else who was going through the same things I was going. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, during the pandemic, I thought I was all alone and I was just not going to make it. (laughs) Like it was just... It's terrifying. You know how it is. It's terrifying. And you don't know what you're going to do. You don't know what the next step's going to be. And to just know that someone else is out there going through the exact same thing just makes you feel better. It doesn't really help, but it makes you feel better. Like, (laughs) it it really does. It gives you confidence that we can do it too. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So um, there was just one morning, I actually was just making the bed. And I've been, I'm serious. And I was just, I had this idea, you know, that I was like, okay, I really would love to start a publication that I would be able to share with Cincinnati and more, not just Cincinnati, uh, but start with Cincinnati and then go from there and show people what companies here are in Cincinnati that are small that we only may meet via Instagram or we may only meet via, like via a networking event, but be able to connect them to have a community of these amazing women that many of them have been doing this for like 40 years yeah. and no one knows it. Like it's so sad. Yeah. Like no one knows that these these women not only just like have a full-time job, but they have the side hustle they've been doing for 15 years. Like it just blows my mind when I meet all of these people. And I actually did a survey on Instagram one day because I was curious if anyone else was wondering this. And I asked, has anyone ever found a place where you can go and find women-owned businesses that are like creative based so they make something or they're a coordinator or they're an artist or a photographer and there was one person who said yes out of like 50 people so no one knew where to find people like us and that one just like broke my heart because then that makes me feel that everyone else who's going to the stuff i am they actually like are searching for people too, you know? They're searching to find a community that I'm gonna try to make through this magazine. So when I was making my bed that one morning, um, the Midwest mama name just like popped in my head. And the next day, I'm pretty sure I called Marissa. (laughs) And I told her how it happened. (laughs) After I talked about it with Jim, because I was my husband, because I was like, what do you think? Because he always gives it to me real, you know? like. We've been through some ups and downs with the, especially with the pandemic, and he's always to my side. So we always talk about, like, because everyone has good ideas and bad ideas. And I'm like, okay, is this a good idea? Yeah. And he was like, okay, I think it's a really good idea. Like, I think you should pursue it. I'm like, you're, you're kidding me. And he's like, no, I'm being serious. And here we are. Here we so are. I just, it was really just, I wanted to create something that people could come together and be promoted to where you can still make money, you can still sell your services, but in a really pretty way. Like that really is what I wanted to make. I wanted to be this beautiful book of all of these amazing, inspiring stories, but also help your business grow. Because let's be honest, at the end of the day, that's what I need is my business to grow. I need to make money and I need to take care of my family. So um, when we released the magazine January 31st, it was printed and mailed to 3,500 different households um, in the area. Yeah. Are you planning to expand that as oh, the absolutely. magazine grows? Absolutely. So we have a lot of plans for the next edition just with how successful this first round was. Um, so we were definitely going to expand um, 
if the different cities in Cincinnati, hopefully we're going more towards OTR, even maybe into Northern Kentucky. Yeah, great. So what kind of businesses are being featured in Midwest Mama? I know we are getting to talk to Sarah today in a little bit about her business, Rustic Grains, um, and some of the things that they create. They are amazing creators. Just wait, you guys, till you hear about all the things that they do. Um, but who else? Like what other kind of businesses or industries, um, women-owned businesses, are being featured in Midwest Mama, this yes. edition? Yes. So we have a variety. We have photographers and videographers. We also have venues. Um, we do um, also have multiple creatives. They go from, you know, making uh, stationery for weddings and for events, but we also um, have creatives that make just like these incredible backdrops and balloons. Um, and then we have fitness, and we also have, what are some other ones? We have a series of realtors, I believe, as yes, well. Yes, realtors. Um, in there. So a good variety. A very diverse group of amazing and incredible women who have stepped forward in a lot of in a lot of cases on faith, mm -hmm. you know, to order in order to establish themselves as as business owners. But there's one big question that I know I had about Midwest Mama when you called me up that night <laughs> about it. Um, it's a story for another day, but being a mama is incredibly. Um, it's really, really close to my heart. I struggled to become a mother myself. I have two little kids now, um, but it, it came, you know, after a lot of struggle. So I immediately was struck by like, Midwest Mama. Do you have to be a mama, Andrea, in order to be featured in our Midwest Mama magazine? Tell me about that. And honestly, we've been asked that a lot, and yeah. it's a great question. Um, but no, you do not need to be a mom right. to be in Midwest Mama. Because when I think about being a mama, it means that you're a strong, resilient woman. And when I think about you as a mom, that's what I think is that you were resilient and all the things you had to overcome to become a mother. And when I think of a mom, I think of a woman who is not only strong and resilient, but also selfless and hardworking. And let's be honest, when we think about the women here that are in this magazine, yeah. they are selfless like Sarah and working nonstop to do their dream job and also be a wife and be a person, just be themselves and be a mom. So no, you do not have to be a mom. And I hope that there are is a huge variety, which they are yeah. in the first edition yeah. that are not moms yeah. or dog moms. You can be whatever you want. <laughs> um, but that that's for sure. Definitely don't need to be a mom. It's all about women in business and women-owned small businesses. Perfectly said. Because when, when we were talking about it, I was just like, you know, for me being a mom, it's like, it's it's the character mm -hmm. of a woman. It's something that you embody that yes. I believe that God has yeah. given us individually um, as women that is so special that we can care for and be just strategic yeah. and we can be hard when we need to be hard and we can be soft when we need to be soft and we can do it when we're pregnant we can do it when we're not we can do it when we got a period we can do it when we're where we're, we're I mean like we just do all the things with we no do. sleep with nothing like we need a space to to I don't know to celebrate that yes. Um, and to be told and reminded that we can do more together mm -hmm. when we're locked arms and we're in step with each other as women than we can when we're alone yes. and, or when we're tearing each other down. Yes, and there's just it. sometimes there's a little of that out there as women. And I just love the fact that Midwest Mama can be this platform and it can be this safe space for us all to be able to lean on each other as women and grow our businesses and grow our character in a way that is 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 ultimately going to help us be our best selves, yes. right? So kudos, Andrea, for creating Midwest Mama. Thanks. We are indebted to you, and I hope that this is just the very beginning of something that is truly, truly 
inspiring, that has legs, that has tentacles, as mm -hmm. I like to say. I'm so excited to see where this thing goes. Um, and it sounds like to me that, you know, the whole reason that you really started Midwest Mama was for it to be a safe space for us to highlight stories yes. and use the stories of women to encourage other women. And um, today we actually are going to be speaking with Sarah. Sarah, uh, when you guys get a chance to look at the hard copy edition of Midwest Mama, or if you just go to our website, her yes. beautiful face is just plastered right Everywhere. there on the homepage. <laughs> She is our leading lady, um, and uh, that is a, a title that we give um, to the woman that graces the cover of each of our editions of the magazine and has the full feature story on the inside. And um, Sarah and her husband, Daniel, are the owners of Rustic Grains. Uh, they've been in business, I think, since 2018. Um, but... Ish. A few ish, years before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ish. Ish before the, the LLC came, yeah. right? <laughs> Um, but you and Andrea actually know each other personally yeah. long before Midwest Mama was a thing, long before, you know, so why don't you guys just kick off introducing well, yourself. You that, Andrea? <laughs> Tell us where you first met. Okay. How we first met. Okay. Well, this is like, remember in my article, I was like a little foreshadowing here because it's true, but I met them at a market, you know, like an actual like vintage shopping market. What is a market? Listen, we're about to talk about it. Okay. okay? This is a thing, you guys, because Marissa was like, I don't know. What, she doesn't know what a market is. Okay. And we're just going to, we're going to. Not blame her for that because mm -hmm. she's gonna have to all get a, a wealth of knowledge of what a market is. That's sure am. Sure. But um, I don't know. I guess it, I guess it was back in like 2018. It was a Probably. long time ago. Yeah. When you back when you had the red trailer. Yeah, that was 18. 2018. Okay. Yeah. So back in 2018, I also want to know when you first remember me. But I'll start first. So back in 2018, I went to a market where my mom and I went for the very first time. Actually, I had just started bartending events. So we were going there to get stuff for our rental like company when we first started. And I bought stuff from you in your red trailer. And I met you there. And I started following you on Instagram. And then... <laughs> Sorry. And then I learned about your story and I was just like hooked from then on out. So. And it's funny because now I have stuff in the shop that's from I our time <laughs> events that I bought from you. That's so true. She's not lying. <laughs> yeah. So you guys have known each other since circa 2018. Yes, correct. Yeah. You met at a market yes. and a market is a place where you can go to buy things. All the stuff. things. Decor. Like, it's just a creative place that um, whether it's women-owned businesses or small businesses can come and showcase what they do, yes. how they make their living, whether it's on the side, as a full-time, as a hobby, whatever it is, showcase it in an environment for people that are wanting to see all the things they can't see everything yeah. else. It's not stuff that you can go into a department store. It's not stuff that you can go into a wherever it is that you're going. Um, it's it's unique items yeah. that yes. people Perfect. bring to these markets. So yes. handcrafted stuff that you're you're not going to find no. on a Target shelf. No, you're not going to find it. God love Magnolia. I love that. Yeah, love all their yeah. things. But you know, not not the stuff that's commercialized. The unique things that you want for your home. So tell us, Sarah, who is what is Rustic Grains? What do you all do? What do you all create? Because you all are yeah. definitely fall into that category of creatives. Tell us about your business and your family. So Rusty Greens is a collection of five people, um, me, my husband, Daniel, and then our three kiddos. <laughs> and it literally takes all of us to make it happen. So there's days you can find 
Crosley, our oldest, running sh the shipping department. There's days that you can find Nolia using a sander. <laughs> Nobody called 211 because Nolia's like three. Yes, it okay. takes all of us to make this ship sail. And um, so we are a small business. We started in 2017 just by creating, by building. I had this grand vision of all these new things I wanted for the house, and Daniel said he could make them for me. Like so, what? Um, like furniture. So kitchen table, coffee table, end table, you know, bedroom suits, the kids, bunk beds, you know, just things yeah. that we needed that I couldn't go to the furniture store and find, or I couldn't find the quality that we wanted yeah. for the price that we needed. Yeah. Um, so he started building for us and it just kind of exploded. So we um, put out one Facebook marketplace ad in 2017 and we had over 3,500 responses oh gosh. in a matter of like 24 hours. It took 24 us, hours? It took us like three weeks to write out bids. Like we literally were on our bedroom floor every single night because we were both working full time, and, yeah. you know, when this happened. Yeah. Because we were just gonna take this as on as a little side thing. Yeah. Like, let's just make some extra money. <laughs> and um, it took us so long to get back to everybody. And then that literally, outside of Midwest Mama, has been the first time that we actively reached out Stop. to so to tell people what we do outside of like our social media pages and stuff like I that. I feel so honored. That was like the first time and Midwest Mama is kind of the next step for us. Like we've come a long way in the last five years and our business has grown dramatically and we've had a lot of ups and downs and trials and tribulations in our, you know, time as Rustic Grains, but it's a new year. It's a fresh step. Right. This is the year that we are going to blossom and this business is going to take off. I believe it because I kind of have I kind of have an inside track on that too. Oh there is so much happening this year and like I get goosebumps just like talking about it like especially with you guys because you understand the core of who we are and what we do and there's so much passion that drives us like yeah I was up till one o'clock last night doing computer work but at the same time like it doesn't bother me you know like it's what I love. Like our passion is this business. Our passion is, you know, the customers that we have, the base that we have, the vendor friends that we've made at these markets that we attend. <laughs> you know, that's what drives us behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. As I like start crying. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, because I, I do know uh, a little bit about your story. And um, if you read the, the article yeah. that um, Andrea so beautifully wrote, in the first edition, um, it kind of talks through, the cover story is actually called Faith Through Fire. And there's a reason for that. I'm getting yeah. goosebumps and I'll cry a little bit, but try yeah. to, to walk us through what happened in 2019 that really just fully reshaped the future of your family, your business, and I think really gave you um, even a new perspective yeah. on where, where, your, where your journey was really headed. So in 19, Daniel and I were literally just in, like, we were working ourselves to death. Yeah. Like, he was working full-time for Rustic Grains, but I was still working full-time, and we had taken on so much more than what we could chew. We were doing, like, 20 of these, like, markets per year. We were constantly loading the kids up and going and trucking and moving and hauling and building and painting and staining and all the things. Like, we just couldn't – we were taking on too much. And there was an aha moment that God was like, okay, we're going to shift your cards for you. And 
uh, on October 24th of 19, we lost our house and shop in a fire. Um, and everything, you know, it was like a complete loss. I was working full time over in Westchester. Daniel called me and said, the house is on fire. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, Sarah, the house is on fire. And we got disconnected on the phone. So I drove all the way from Westchester out in the middle of the country where we live, like one, not knowing if he's okay because we got disconnected and two, not knowing what was happening. And we live on this private drive and the fire trucks, the private drives like a half mile long, they were backed up to the end of the road. It was like a code, whatever they call, like they shipped in like 15 fire departments and were just back to back trucking and water trucks. And I mean, it was just... It was a devastating time, you know, but now that we're kind of past the obstacle, um, it's what our family needed to get us where we're at. You know, like we were at such a place of like we were going to fall flat on our face if something didn't change. And, you know, putting us through that, it's what our family needed. It's what our marriage needed. Like God knew the plan. We didn't know his plan. And after it happened, we questioned his plan. Like, God, why are we going through this? Like, why is this happening right now? Like, we didn't see what we needed, but he showed us what we needed. Um, and it's just been, it. you know, it's the hardest thing we've ever been through. And hopefully the hardest thing we'll ever go through. Um, but we're so much better for it. Yeah. Like, the blessings that he's given us past, you know, now that we've come out of that and then going into this year, like, We're just so thankful. We have so much to be thankful for. And it's changed our perspective in such a way that like, you know, stuff doesn't matter. You know, all this stuff doesn't matter. It truly is like our kids, our family, you know, our relationships that we're building with people and with, you know, the people in this room, like this is what it's about. It's not about all the stuff. It's not about at the end of the day, it's about, you know, the people you surround yourself and your relationship with him. Yeah, and speaking of your your stuff, um, thank you first yeah. for for sharing. I know that when things are emotional like that, it can it can be hard. But hearing your perseverance through that, and I think being able to stay on the positive side, mm-hmm. on the on the on the glass half full side mm-hmm. of things, when when devastating things like that happen, it's really easy to be yeah. angry and to be self defeating. Yeah. You know, and, and it it could have. It could have easily gone the other way, right? Like we could have chosen the other path. We could have chosen to let it destroy us. We could have chosen to turn the other way and just, excuse me, um, quit on everything. But that wasn't what we felt like we needed to do, you know. And there was a time at the end of 2019 at a market that we were attending. It was our very last market of the year. And the amount of people that surrounded themselves with us, people we had no idea who it even were. They had never followed up. Like, it's not like we we knew them. They didn't know us. They were just random people that would come up and hug us and comfort us. And like, that's what helped us get to where we're at, you know, and the community of customers and vendors and like, I don't know, it, it was, it was an amazing time for us to just be wrapped in love and, you know, support in a time that we really needed it. Yeah. Yeah. And so from 2019 to today, um, your business not only has been fully restored, right? 
It is. Uh, some days we still question that. But <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I've been yeah, to this big. The outside, it looks I was like. going to say, from the outside, it looks like. And I've been to your your new home that Daniel has, yeah. has literally, you guys, like, there's a, there's a photo of it that doesn't really do it justice because it's just from the outside. But there's a photo of it in the magazine. There's also a, a very, you know, unnerving photo as well of uh, the fire um, of their bedroom, literally, where you're looking up at the sky. Um, uh, so you can really get a sense of the damage that that had to be. I mean, the house was leveled. They they had to rebuild yeah. it totally from scratch. And Daniel had yeah. a huge hand in that. Um, but from 2019 to today, you all have been able to rebuild your home. Mm-hmm. You have been able to rebuild your business. You have been able to build your business back in new and different ways. Yeah. You all are doing a, you have a huge presence online, Sarah. You've got a great personality. You can catch her on her stories and her reels. That's right, Tuesday nights, nice <laughs> And Tuesday. that's what I was getting ready to tee up. Why don't you tell us about the bread and butter of your business and your week, your live weekly sale. Um, they have a Rustic Grains app that you all can find anywhere where you can download your apps from. They're available on Apple, obviously. They're available on Android. And you can download the Rustic Grains app where you can tune into a live sale every Tuesday. Tell us about it. I really think that the trials that we've came that we came through pushed us to not fear anything, mm. such as what you're saying. Like five years ago, I would have never thought about doing the things that we have embraced in over the last two years. Like yeah. it really pushed us out of our comfort zone to just do it, just try it, just do it. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work, it's not that you failed at it. It just didn't work. Try something else. Yep. Try another way. You know, go th- whatever, a different avenue. So every Tuesday night, one of like the big things, everybody calls it like the show. <laughs> um, every Tuesday night, we go live on our mobile app and on Facebook at nine o'clock, and that's really where you can catch the newest of new things that we have in the shop. Like what? Um, like this week we have a bunch of new spring clothing. We have some handmade items that are coming that are like amazing epoxied marbled cutting boards. Um, we have anything from home decor. We have baby items. We have just for you stuff. We hand make our own candles. We hand make our own body lotions. Like just so many things come on Tuesday night as well as get those notifications turned on in the app because that tells you when we go live as well as all the other things that drop throughout the week. So you guys do the live weekly sale. So you can you guys download the app Tuesday nights. You're going to like get to know Sarah. She's going to be like your best friend. Even if you don't know her, yes. she's just going to just talk to her. We always eat cookies. There you go. <laughs> but in addition to the um, live weekly sale and just the variety of items that Rustic Grains offers, they also do custom builds. Yep. So Daniel is like a like wood wizard or yes. something. He's like a, yes. He's a wood whittler. A wood <laughs> whittler. I think you, he might like wood wizard you better. Can, you can catch him on Wednesdays. He does stories Wednesday, Star, and Day. And everybody calls him the Wood Whittler. Oh my gosh. Wood Whittler Wednesday. All this alliteration is killing me. I don't know about that one. I didn't watch those stories, but it's so funny. So, Dan, so, okay, note to myself, tune into Daniel's stories on Wednesday. Uh, But in addition to the weekly sale, uh, Daniel does custom builds. So, he can custom build you furniture. He can, I'm actually um, hoping to talk with you all about this new remodeling project that I'm doing in my house because I want to, like, make my house look like the inside of a Starbucks with, like, the wood up the walls and all that kind of still stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll have to show pictures of it in a real one day. I'm lying. I'm never going to do a real, you guys. I'm too old for that. Anyway, 
Custom builds, yeah. live weekly sale. Yeah. What else though? There's a few other things that Rustic Grains offers. We also offer uh, quarterly subscription boxes. So we do a spring, summer, a fall, and a winter subscription box that you can subscribe to. And those are like what? Candles? So and... it's a mixture. It's oh. like a Sarah collection of things I love that come in a box to you that are ready to just like assemble on your table and you're done. Beautiful. For the Again, guys, if any of this stuff is yeah. something that you're interested in, I just encourage you to run out yeah. to rusticgrains.com or check their uh, Instagram feed. There's so much yeah. that you can go back through to get a feel for some of the things that you could yeah. um, curate through, or that you could get from Rustic Grains. Yeah. And in addition to like the hard goods that you all do, um, I love that you said it's a Sarah idea of your favorite things because Sarah also has an incredible eye for interior design. And she can also, and she's also been doing like these home stylings. Yep. Is that right? Yep. So Will, if you have a space in your home or maybe you're looking at decorating for XYZ something, you can bring us in and I'll style your space for you. So for example, like in an office, you have some shelving that needs some help and you just don't know what to do. Or some of the custom builds that we do outside of the styling services are literally anything made of wood. Yeah. So he just delivered this huge curio cabinet today that's Oof. like eight by eight. Ooh. It's amazing. We're, his next build is this ginormous kitchen island that's gonna be beautiful. So really anything and everything wood related, um, we can incorporate that kind of into stylings or just take stylings on on their own. If you just need some help with decor or you don't know where to place stuff or you don't have the eye for that, we do. Let us help you. Awesome. You guys do so much. I know. It's so good, though. It's so <laughs> good. Know. You're kind of like a one-stop shop for anybody that's really looking to, I think, like just amp up their style yeah. in general, but in a way that feels um, cozy yeah. and like inviting and I think wood is in my opinion it's really making a comeback so um, we're saying like oh you do all these things at rustic grains you do all this stuff but you're getting ready to do something else you guys have some really exciting yeah, news do. that you just announced. Tell us about what's popping off in the spring, so Sarah. We are opening our own market, which we told you guys what a market looks like. And we are bringing a market to the east side of Cincinnati that's going to be called the Mustard Seed Market. So if you know us or you follow our story, or maybe you not, maybe you haven't, here's the snippet. Ever since the beginning, God has laid in our heart Matthew 17, 20, which is faith is a grain of mustard seed. And in the beginning, we didn't realize what that verse would mean to us until now. Yeah. Um, and seeing everything that we've gone through, like there were days we wanted to give up. There were days we wanted to toss in the towel. And God would just keep bringing that back to our, you know, our vision. And that's where we're launching this mustard seed market is, you know, when when people come to us and they're like, what's your five-year plan? Like, what's on your, pa what's on your paper for your I have no idea. Like, I don't know what tomorrow is going to look like. Like... God could say, no, I want you to go do this. And we're going to say, okay. okay. <laughs> and that's how we feel about this market. Like, you know, I probably shouldn't even be saying this out loud, but do we know everything it's going to look like? No, we don't. But we're figuring it's it only, out. It's only February. It's only right. February. We okay. got months. That's like years in advance. We got months. Money, okay? We got a good team that's pushing <laughs> us. Like, we, we have full confidence that this is the direction that we're supposed to go, and this is what we're doing, and we're giving it 100 and... 99 percent yeah yeah um there's a lot going on behind the scenes that if you follow social media and website and all the platforms you'll gradually start seeing it if you haven't already um tickets are launching in a few weeks mm -hmm. so tickets are going to go up in the next probably first parts of march yep 
Um, and vendor applications are live. Awesome. So we are looking at any vendor, all vendors. If you're a food vendor, if you're a clothing boutique, if you're kid stuff, if you're pet stuff, if you're plant stuff, if you're wooden stuff, whatever stuff you have, we like stuff. So and you're hand picking them, right? Yep. So you're looking to sort of make sure that um, the market is like full of variety. Yeah. So you're not going to come to this particular market and find like, you know, 50 candle vendors yeah, and right. two woodworking vendors. We really sure. want a curated event that brings creativity and uniqueness from booth to booth. Yeah. So yeah, you're going to have multiple clothing. Sure, seats, sure. But they're all gonna have different styles. Yeah. You know, like we had somebody apply today that's a Western boho boutique vendor for women through 3X. What? Like Western boho wear, like bring on the cowboy boots. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> like the fringes, the glitter, come on. Yeah. So there's gonna be so many unique <laughs> vendors, um, and so much to so offer. Yeah, yeah. Like we have a lot up our sleeves with um, one thing behind this market that we really wanted to bring is an experience. Yeah. So not only a place for you to come and shop, but a place that throughout the markets that we have from year to year, you can bring your family to and create memories mm -hmm. that are lasting memories to walk away. So yeah. the experiences that you can find we have a lot of our sleep. Yeah. There's a lot coming. Yeah. Like, well, you guys, don't worry. I'm going to be bringing Sarah back on the show in the next few episodes here because one thing we didn't mention is when the market is coming up. When is the market happening, Sarah? The market is April 29th and 30th at the Claremont County Fairgrounds in Owensville. Awesome. Woo! Awesome. So it's really the only market that's been that's going to kind of happen like – towards the eastern side of Cincinnati. Yes. There are some amazing markets that happen Absolutely. already right now in the greater Cincinnati area. And I just am so excited for Rustic Grains to kind of kick this off and create something new and fresh and unique and really sort of fill a hole um, for for this part of town that really doesn't have access to, yeah. to some of the markets that are happening like in deep Kentucky and more on the western side of Cincinnati. And I'll just be perfectly honest with you all. The only market I've ever heard of is the one that happens downtown at the Duke Energy Center because like I used to live in it's OTR. Huge, right? and, well, it's huge, it's huge. And I used to live in over the Rhine. And then, you know, yeah. I've always been a city girl. So, you know, like where some of these other markets happen, they're just outside of my um, sphere yeah. of like my, yeah. like just where I go. Yeah. And so I'm excited for this market because yeah. I think that it's actually going to help draw in both rural and urban populations yes. and really introduce them to something beyond what um, you would find it, like a city flea. Yeah. Because for urban folks, like that's to, if you don't know what a market is and you do know what city flea is, right. that's the same thing. <laughs> so that you all kind of get an idea of like the cool things that you could find at the market. So I'm pumped for the mustard seed market that's going to happen this spring. I think it's going to be incredible. And we are going to um, bring, bring Sarah back on the show. And hopefully we're going to be bringing on some additional vendors um, that are going to actually be participating in the show so that we can hear more about some of the unique things that you're going to be able to find at the mustard seed market this spring. So yeah. I'm jazzed that we, we are, are we're like, we're almost <laughs> done with our first episode, you guys. So ladies, we are going to end every podcast. I want to end every podcast on a question that has to do with being a mama. What does being a mama mean to you? Or do you want to answer one thing that um, your business or successful venture that you didn't expect? Or the other question, which was, tell us a story about your mother that helped inspire. So you, you can choose. I would say what has surprised me since having a business the past four, almost five years now, um, is, is twofold. Um, 
I was aware that it would be a lot of work and it would be constant and it would be 24 seven. On one hand, I love it because I love what I do, but on the other hand, yeah. it's, I thought that once I quit my full-time job, my my freelance position would not take up so many of my hours. That is a lie. That is a lie. <laughs> Don't let anybody tell you that. Um, because once you fall in love with what you do, it's yeah. all you want to do, you yeah. know? Um, but I have been pleasantly surprised, especially this past year. I think my daughter and my husband are, are who is to blame for this, is that I really focus on my balance. Yeah. It is very hard to find that balance. I struggle with it every single day, yeah. but I've been pleasantly surprised that I can do it. I can find the balance. Sarah yeah. can find the balance. She does it. You find the hey balance. Now. <laughs> I know you do. My response was going to be, I don't agree with Andrea. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard it really to find yeah. that balance to still be you, to be a mom, to be a wife, and also to have a business that you feel like you're there all the time and you're always on for your, for my, you know, now that I have employees, which they're not my employees, they're my team. Now that I have a team, I want to be always on for them, always answering their calls, and then all, all my clients and customers, I want them to feel like I am never off. I am there for them. It, it's this, like, realization that's surprising yeah. to me that I don't have to be all, all the time. You don't. I am a normal yeah. person, and yeah. I am a person that deserves to have my own business that I love, yeah. but also still be me. Yeah. And that balance takes balance. Or it's, it takes hard work every day yeah. to keep that balance, but I am worthy, and I'm also – I am – I can do that. Yeah. I can figure out that balance. It's just, it might take me until I die, but at least I'll, I will work on it every freaking day. <laughs> well, what about you, Sarah? What's one thing that has surprised you um, since you and Daniel have, you know, kind of been chucking it yeah. on your own since yeah. you both like quit the nine to fives? What surprised you? So I would say, like I was going to say when I interrupted you, like, I haven't found the balance yet. Yeah. So, like, yes, we've been doing this for the same amount of time, but. I'm not there yet of being able to find the balance, and that's okay, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's okay that, you know, I am working all the time yeah. because I am doing what I love, but yet I'm still trying to find the balance yeah. in what I do. Yeah. It's a um, constant struggle. It is a constant struggle. And, you know, making time to be a good wife, making time to be a good mom. And we homeschool, too. So, like, making time to try to get all the schooling in. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, just... It's hard to find a balance, and it's okay if you don't have the balance yeah. yet. Like, it will come. You just have, like I tell the kids in school all the time, trust the process. Yeah. Trust the process. Trust the hard work. Like, it's so rewarding. It's so worth it. Um, and I've always been, I, can, I can't say I've always been, but another thing that's been eye-opening to me is how scatterbrained I've become. Like, <laughs> no, I need to do this invoice. No, I need to respond to this message. No, that my email. No, I need to pack owner. the shipping stuff. No, yes. this needs to happen. This needs, like, my brain is literally a waffle of crevices <laughs> that has stuff all in it all the time. And so the bottom line is, and what I'm hearing you both say, is that it's okay it's to okay. be in the middle of uncertainty, I yeah. guess. And that it's okay for, I think for me, when you guys hear you guys talking about balance, one, one piece of advice that I've heard in the past is to maybe move away from that word. Because when you imagine balance, you imagine even. Yes. And I think that life in general, whether you're talking about family or business or balancing those two yeah. things, there's probably 
No, there is no such no. thing as no. a 50 50 no. balance. There's always going to be some ebb and flow, some give and take. That's what I think about my marriage in, in the same way. Yeah. Like, there are days where I'm going to give more, and there, yeah. thank God, there are days when He gives more when yeah. I don't have it in me. And I think it's the same as, as mothers, as business owners, mm -hmm. as friends, as wives that we move away from thinking that we have to live up to this idea of yeah. balance and just be okay with what what is the right ratio for us today today it's a constant change it is you know it and like you is. said that uncertainty that uncertainty is where growth happens yep. Amen. you know that not knowing of what's yeah. going to happen next and just stepping out on that faith you know that's our our phrase this year as a family is forward with faith like we don't know what that forward looks like but just stepping out and trusting the process. And it's okay if it's not perfect today. Yeah. It's not okay if it's not perfect tomorrow. It's okay we'll if get we're there. at 1 a.m. Because we'll get no there. one needs 9 to 5 anymore. Okay. We'll get there. <laughs> well, I love that. I think, I think we're going we're gonna to end on that note. I, I think we can all um, maybe take a little note forward with faith. Um, three simple words. Well, you ladies, thank you so much you. for making this so easy on me um, to, to like interview you guys. You're so fun. You're so bubbly. You're so bright. You have so much to share. And I really think, I hope that our listeners are uh, giggling right along with us and are smiling and are looking forward to, to seeing all the new things that are coming out of Rustic Grains. And People, Midwest Mama is amazing. So if you have not had a chance to look at the digital edition, um, please download it at MidwestOHMama.com. You can also find Sarah and her whole little crew at RusticGrains.com online. And do download their app. Do visit them on Facebook. Do follow them on Insta. And come to the and come yes. to the mustard seed market that you will definitely be hearing more about um, via Rustic Grains, via Midwest Mama, via Bar Time Creative over the next few months. So that wraps up our episode for today. Thank you for everyone uh, who is tuning in. Remember, you can always listen to the Midwest Mama podcast for free and find it wherever podcasts are found. And I will be right back at you with a new episode soon. Until then, get it, Mama. Hey, Mamas. Thanks again for tuning in to our very first podcast episode. We're looking forward to sharing even more inspiring stories with you. In the next episode, we're going to be featuring some wedding industry pros who are going to share with us how to protect your business and your mental health during the post-pandemic wedding boom. Whew, that's going to be a doozy. We hope you'll join us. Until we chat again, get it, Mama.